Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, we say hello to you and welcome on a glorious Friday in the capital city. What a great weekend we have for you in store as well. Jim and Trent, you can always get in on the program at 264-1700. A terrific show today. 1225, John Walters, the longtime voice of the Iowa State Cyclones, will be our guest. We'll get into what is going on with the football team and also the quarterback, Devin Moore out for the year with an ACL. All of that on the way. Kevin Trahan will be our guest at 120. Mitch Holtis coming up from Kansas City uh, at 140 as the Chiefs get ready to play their first exhibition game tomorrow night. And it'll be Wolfgang and Trent then at 2. My brother, how are you, man? Well, pretty good. I, I've spent uh, most of this morning basically figuring out uh, how I'm going to get to Canton in 20 years for the Mitchell Trubisky Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> I already tweeted out last night, Bears in the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, social media was on fire last night with what everybody was watching in the first preseason game for the Chicago Bears. Look, I thought the kid played great, and but you got to pump the brakes here a little bit. You're right, Trent. Most fans have already anointed him as the savior of the franchise, and they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I have not seen one person really say that. They were excited about what they saw last night, Jim, because, well, it, it takes something to get excited about. But I have not seen anybody say he's going to the Hall of Fame outside in a joking manner. Come on, Jimmy. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's, right. that, that's what I stated. Come on. Look, okay, let's go here then. He got panned, meaning the Bears got panned for selecting Trubisky with the second overall pick. And fans went absolutely bonkers. Why would you do this? You don't have enough film on him. He only was really good for one year. Uh, we can all go back to the one-year wonders of quarterbacks and then how they busted in the NFL. And he plays a preseason game, and he lights it up, and good for him. And he looks the part, but now everybody's bumming because John Fox has already come out and says Mike Glennon's the starter. You're, it just it, it cracks me up how how quickly everything changes just in one in one exhibition game. Well, I mean it's to be expected, and personally, I'm fine with that. I do not. I still don't want to see. Trubisky out there right away as a starter in game number one, as good as he looked last night. And the reports that I've been reading, talking about him on the move, how good he is, seeing him last night, how on the money he was in passes, not just hitting open guys, hitting guys in the right spot. That was something that jumped off the page during that two-minute mm -hmm. drive he had at the end of the first half. It wasn't just the throws that he was making. It was where he was putting the football. All these things, he still needs time. He, he still needs a little bit of time. Glennon is still the quarterback, and as frustrating as that might be, this team's not going to be very good this year. So be excited right. about the future. Be excited from what you saw to Mitchell Trubisky, but also live in reality with me. And the reality is this is still not going to be a Bears team. Mike Glennon, butt fumble Sanchez, or Trubisky as a quarterback, it's not going to be good. 
I, I forgot all about the butt fumble. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that with Sanchez. All right. Um, so here you have then Deshaun Watson looked really good in his opening game for the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Trubisky looked sensational in his opening game. Uh, what do you think that we might get out of Patrick Mahomes when he hits the field for the Kansas City Chiefs? What are you looking for there? Uh, probably not as much. The early returns, okay. he had an awful practice earlier this week. He threw three interceptions in that game in, uh, in the practice. I don't know. I, we understand he has a big arm, but I I would not be as confident that we're going to see something like that. The reality is the likelihood of seeing something like that is incredibly rare to, to see three rookie quarterbacks with some pedigree play at that level. You're not used to seeing that right right away, first time out, and that's what happens. So if I was spe- setting expectations for Mahomes, I certainly wouldn't put it at the level of the three guys we saw last night. And even Deshaun Kaiser with the Browns yes. in the second half coming back and putting up numbers. Yeah, that, that's incredible. I, I just it, that just doesn't happen that guys come out of the gate like that and play generally that well. Look, I know they're going against twos, threes, and fours, but still they're professional football players, and they can all play. Otherwise, they wouldn't even be in that jersey that night. But it's amazing to me that those three QBs lit it up as well as they did. Yes, you're exactly right about that. So we're going to get into some more football a little bit later on in the show. Plenty of NFL talk ready for the Chiefs. Mitch Holtis will be here with his Chiefs training camp report coming up at 140 today. And, of course, you can hear the Chiefs game tonight right here on 1700 KBGG. But uh, Jimmy B, throwing this out there. Remember yesterday on the show we talked about recruiting what-ifs in basketball. And we talked about yes. you know the, the route for guys – that almost were there. Also threw it out to a couple people, uh, some different names that were out there, some what-ifs for football. So we're going to get into that, our Friday fun segment today, recruiting what-ifs. Almost guys that, that came to Iowa, Iowa State, you and I, we talked about some basketball ones. We'll, we'll delve a little bit deeper into that, some names that I would forgot about, but uh, also quite a few football ones that are coming out. And if you have any ideas, any guys that were close to becoming Hawkeyes, Cyclones, whatever it may be. Shoot us a, a message on Twitter, at Jimmy B Radio or at Trent Condon, and uh, we'll get those up to you a little bit later on. We'll do that to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. How's that sound? That sounds like a plan to me. I thought it was highly entertaining when we did basketball, so I'm assuming football is going to be just as good. I'm looking forward to that now. Well, uh, before we get into that and get into in case you missed it, uh, news that you mentioned there at the top, starting with Iowa State and losing Devin Moore to an ACL tear. Moore was the first commitment for Iowa State uh, when Matt Campbell took over. He had an offer from Iowa State and the old regime and also had an offer from Toledo when Matt Campbell was the coach there. Uh, Our friend Mike Waterloo has called in. He raved about the kid, uh, his days at Waterloo West, helping take that team uh, to heights that they hadn't seen in quite a while. Out for the year, some people thought maybe he had a chance to win that backup job. Other people believed it was going to be Zeb Nolan uh, who missed last season himself with an ACL tear that was going to get it. But regardless, he wasn't expected to play a whole lot this year. Yeah, it's terrible when a guy is lost to injury. This is a spot, though, that you can afford a loss. I guess you're right when you say that. Look, I, you, never, you never wish injuries on any player, for mm-hmm. that matter. Uh, 
but he wasn't going to see the field. And I suppose you could say, okay, if this was going to happen, if this was in the cards for this particular athlete, it's better that it happens now than two years from now when he might be the starting quarterback. So from that standpoint, um, I, I suppose if there's any silver lining to tearing up an ACL, that that would probably be it. But as I said before, you just don't wish anything, any any sort of injuries on any athlete that is participating in high level sports. It's it's always it's always bad when something like that happens, and you always hope then that the person who sustains whatever injury it is is able to get all the way back and be as proficient as they once were. You know, it's it's odd too that last year Zeb Nolan who at the time was competing for the quarterback job with Joel Lanning and with Jacob Park, that he was lost for the season with a non-contact injury, tearing his ACL. And then another freshman comes in this year at the quarterback position and is lost with a non-contact injury with an ACL tear. Just a a weird oddity that happens there with two true freshman quarterbacks in back-to-back years. Mm -hmm. I know that it's, it's ironic that something like that would take place. And, like I said, when John Walters comes on the show here in a little bit, we'll kind of get into that with, with John. He, I mean, he's seen it all for as long as he's been doing the Cyclone games. So I'm sure that he can shed some light on that. And, you know, I hope the kid's spirits are still up. I, I get it that he would be disappointed and down after what just happened, but he still has, hopefully, a terrific career out in front of him. Yeah, a lot of people excited about him. Uh, about the arm strength that he has to go along with the athleticism. His dad, the coach up there at Waterloo West, uh, certainly uh, a guy that has hope for the future, but right now the future is Jacob Park, a junior, getting ready for the season, an offense that looks to be in good shape. And, and the question remains, Jim, this is something that we've talked about so much throughout this summer with Iowa State football. You feel good about Park. You feel good about running back. The depth that mm-hmm. they have at wide receiver, even Chase Allen after redshirting last year, you feel good about him as a tight end. That offensive line. What Campos is coming back. You know, we haven't talked about that a whole lot. Is right. Campos going to be the same guy that we saw pre-injury, or is there a little bit of a comeback? Is there going to be some rust that he's going to shake off? You know, he was able to go through. He was able to go through spring practice. He's been healthy throughout August camp. Still with that, what is the Jake Campos that we're going to see? Because sometimes injuries, they take something away from a guy, and you hope that's not the case. But we really don't know that, and we won't know that until September 2nd against you and I. That's correct. You're not going to know that until the, uh, they, they get on the field and start to rev up the game. Look, for Iowa State's uh, case and for Jacob Park's case, they better hope that Jake Campos is back to 100% because they're going to need him. And he is the anchor on that line. He is their go-to offensive lineman. And they need him to be top flight throughout the rest of the season in order to give Park an opportunity to have time to throw the football and also hopefully open up a couple of holes so Montgomery and Warren will have an opportunity to pick up yards on the ground. They cannot really afford to have a major injury happen to their offensive line. Look, I know they've got more depth than they had last year, mm-hmm. but still, you can't count on that. You, you've got to make sure that your best guys are on that offensive line, Trent, in order to give Jacob Park a chance. Well, and, and I mean, it's two different levels, but 
you just go back to last year and, and the Vikings. They got off to the 5-0 and start. They weren't great, but they were adequate, and they were able to do it with a lot of defense, built different ways, but you can get by with that. The problem wasn't the Vikings that they had an offensive line that was terrible all year. It was injuries that were sustained, and they didn't have the depth to keep up with it. And and I think there's a little bit of depth there that Iowa State has, but it's also young depth. You know, it's it's young guys that you look at and you wonder how ready they're going to be able to ready to go. You know, a guy like Sean Foster, who we've talked about, a lot of people thought was going to play last year as a true freshman, was able to redshirt. They were able to get by last season. You know how ready he's able to go, and if he could be a swing guy, a guy that is the sixth guy that you feel confident with. I think there's depth there, but they certainly can't sustain a bunch of injuries. And, and that happens on offensive lines. It, it seems like sometimes mm-hmm. it happens in waves with offensive line, and then when you're getting into that seventh, eighth, ninth guy, that's a scary, scary proposition for anybody, but especially this Iowa State team. I agree with you 100% on that. And people, I think, have a tendency to forget because everybody is so focused in when you're watching the offense on the skill players and how much contact goes on on that offensive line from so many different angles. I mean, guys are getting hit constantly. As soon as the ball is snapped, they're engaged. And sometimes they're engaged two, three, four times taking pops from different players. So it's just not like a wide receiver making his break against a cornerback. These guys are getting hit on the entire time. As soon as the ball is snapped until the whistle blows, most of these guys are engaged in heavy combat. From Iowa State over to a little Hawkeye news as yesterday, Iowa rolled over the Swiss All-Stars 125-56. to Whoop, Jimmy B. Is that an All-Star team, or <laughs> was it just a grade school team? That guy, that's what it sounds like to me. I know. See, here's, here's the, the, the great thing about going on these trips is it really builds camaraderie within the team itself. It's great building relationships and the confidence factor. But a lot of times, Trent, you rarely play against very good competition. Yeah, I remember. And, uh, yeah, the, I remember the last time Iowa went overseas. It was four or five years back. The first couple of teams they played were really bad. They ended up playing a really good club team, though, that actually had Peter Pierce on it. I don't know if you remember. There was some hubbub mm-hmm. about going up against a team that had Peter Pierce on it. Iowa didn't even know about it until they got over there that he was part of that squad that they were going to take on, but. You know, there every once in a while you run into a good team. You can find that, and then there's the other side. And there's teams like what they played yesterday, and it's difficult to take anything away. Still, the stat line that incoming freshman Luca Garza put together: 24 points, including 22 in the first half, eight of 12 <laughs> from the floor, hit a three-pointer, seven of seven from the free throw line, six rebounds. All well and good, but Jimmy B. He did it in 11 minutes of playing time. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, it's a, what was their tallest guy like you and me? It might have been. I, I, mean, I don't know. I yeah. the highlights. They they had a couple of guys that might have been six seven. Well, look, this is Switzerland, right? Yeah. They're playing. They're playing the Swiss. The Swiss are famous for great skiing and tennis players. Roger Federer and and Stan Wawrinka. That's what they're famous for. They're not famous for basketball. And it's pretty obvious that the team that they trotted out there, it had nothing to do with all-stars. Trust me. 25-second chance points for the Hawkeyes as they win it 125-56, a 69-point nice victory for the Hawkeyes in that one. We'll talk uh, more basketball coming up in the 2 o'clock hour. Wolfgang will stop by. 
Plenty of thoughts on the Iowa Hoops team with him coming up in the 2 o'clock hour. But, Jimmy B., let's take a look back at what happened in the world of sports last night with some In Case You Missed It. What do you think? I'm ready, pal. I'm, I can't wait for this because I know there's going to be a Trubisky highlight in there. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Today's In Case You Missed It presented by our friends at Food Dudes Delivery. Sick of the same old lunch, leftovers day after day. Food Dudes Delivery will deliver food from across the metro with restaurants that normally don't deliver. Do it for yourself. Do it for the family tonight. Do it for the office on Monday fooddudesdelivery.com. We kick things off with a little bit of NFL football, and Jimmy B, as excited as I was about Mitchell Trubisky yesterday, well, it was a little bit uglier early on. Early in the ball game, the new quarterback, the $17 million man, Mike Glennon. Woof, woof, woof. It was ugly for him. First pass, <laughs> a pick six. Third and eight. Pressure from the outside. Glennon puts it up. It's intercepted. And it is brought back by Chris Harris down the sideline, and he's in for a touchdown. Oh, Nelly. Not good for Mike Leonard. <laughs> you, that was, uh, that was I, I guess, I think a lot of people, like, threw up a little bit in their mouth when, uh, when that essentially took place. Look, he threw into triple coverage. Triple coverage. Come on. I mean, you got to see the field. And if that guy's covered, either throw it away or go to your next read. But he didn't. He was locked in on that wide receiver and then threw into triple coverage. The result, a pick six. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Speaking of locked in, but in a different variety, Mitchell Trubisky, his first drive goes for six. Here it is. Mitchell Trubisky leading the Bears down the field. To be a sponge every single day. On first and five, the play fake. Trubisky looking, swings it out to carry, slips the tackle, but falls out of bounds at the 25-yard line. Naturally. On second and four, blitz coming. Trubisky throws and completes to Josh Bellamy. Inside the 20, inside the 10, and down to the 8-yard line. Gain of 18. Realizes the one-on-one. Hey, it's on the back shoulder. That's a good positive play. Good reads. The play fake. Trubisky throws to Shaheen inside the five. Oh, the Bears would like that combination to be around for a long time. And Bellamy to the left. Thompson to the right. Trubisky rolls and throws. Touchdown! Victor Cruz! And how about a Victor Cruz sighting, Jimmy B? I, yeah, we did. We had a little salsa going on in the end zone. That was kind of fun. I enjoyed that. Hey, look, how about my boy Sam Rosen? I mean, this is a guy who's called NFL games forever, and you're not supposed to get that much excited in a exhibition game. You couldn't help it with what you were watching. I mean, Sam was calling it almost like a regular season game. And 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 I think maybe that was another aspect of why it was, I guess, electric uh, with Trubisky on the field. So because the commentator was into it just like everybody else was, and I think that he was taken back at how good Trubisky was early on in that contest. I can hear the chants already. Mitchell, Mitchell. 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 <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see about that. Let's go okay. next to Green Bay. The Packers in action in the first Lambeau Leap of 2017. 
You've got lightning quick speed, as you can see, and he's got a blocker. And he gets it. Jones to stop him. Kevin Harlan on the call there. The first touchdown of the year on the punt return as the Packers pick up a 24-9 victory over the Eagles. We finish up with some NFL highlights. And, well, Delvin Cook out there as a rookie getting some playing time. Not a whole lot of running room, but doing some work in the passing game for the Vikings yesterday against the Bills. It hasn't gone to that yet, and I think maybe they should. Bradford on second and ten. Cook. Pretty good with the ball in his hands. And late flat comes in. And he's so Dalvin Cook out there, catching some balls, Jimmy B. Cook's going to be a part of that offense. No Riley Reef though, and that offensive line still with some trouble for the Vikings early on yesterday. Uh, you're absolutely right. Look, you don't want Sam Bradford running for his life. A, he doesn't run well, and B, he's brittle. We all know that. So they got to keep that guy upright uh, with no Teddy Bridgewater available. Uh, that's one of the key things. And, you know, we talked about that uh, for Iowa State, that offensive line. The same thing can be applied for the Minnesota Vikings because they cannot afford to lose anybody on that line as well. And so consequently, if indeed the Riley Reef experiment is, isn't really going to work that well, Look out, because they're going to be all over Sam Bradford this coming season. And that second-team offensive line, you know, that was my concern. They went out, they brought in Remmers, they brought in Reef, but any injuries again, the depth of that offensive line, it does not look good for the Vikings. They cannot afford any injuries to happen up front to them. We finish up with some baseball, including the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals. Doing it again with the sticks, this time Dexter Fowler. His pitch to Fowler. A swing and a high fly ball. Deep right field. It's a gunner. It's a slam. Dexter Fowler puts the Cardinals up 7-3. to KOMX on the call last night as the Cardinals get it done 8-6 over the Royals. Kansas City going the wrong way. The Cardinals going the right way, Jim. They are. And right now, if you would have told me that St. Louis would only be one game out of first place behind the Cubs, I would have thought you had lost your mind. But here they are. The Cardinals are in it, and the Cubs are sliding, and the Cubs right now will open up a big weekend series beginning tonight at Arizona, and the Diamondbacks are, like, happy as hell just to get the Dodgers out of town, and the Dodgers are still just steamrolling everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. They just come in and beat you. Speaking of steamrolling, the Minnesota Twins have won a season-high five straight games, Jim Brinson, and they're back above 500. They complete the 2-2 two two sweep of the Brewers last night. Talk about a team going the wrong way. Byron Buxton helping things out. going to lose tonight. You so if the Twins win, they'll pick up a game on one or the other. And Buxton with a base hit, bounding its way up to center. Sano will come around and score. Two hits, two runs batted in for Buxton, and a 5-1 Twins lead. They go on to the 7-2 victory, 57-56, and right in the hunt for a wild-card spot. Jim Brinson, I'm excited. Bears are looking good. What? Twins are looking good. Here we go, Jimmy B. It's the year of Trent Condon. Here it comes. And you were the guy, well, they're done. They ah, suck. Nah, it's it's, fine, they're, it's never, they're never coming back. Oh, the Bears, they're terrible. Oh, why are they taking Trubisky at number two? Uh, oh, my God, I can't believe. Wait, I'm back. 
I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I oh, my God. Left. I never left. I, I was always watching. <laughs> I just had to live in reality, and reality is changing. Yes, you did. At least for one brief night. That was a case you Hey, a couple of... Yeah. That was a case you missed it presented by Food Dudes Delivery. FoodDudesDelivery.com, the place to go. Restaurants that don't normally deliver food delivered to you all at one low, low price. Jim, we got to get a break. We're running late. We got John Walters on the line. We're going to get to him here in just a moment. Talking Cyclone football and basketball next with the voice of the Cyclones, John Walters here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. This Iowa State Fair report is sponsored by Tiny Fest Midwest Festival. Here's Minnie Williamson from the Iowa State Fair. It's day number two of the Iowa State Fair, and nothing compares to the great events we have planned for today. It's Iowa 4-H Day, celebrating 4-Hers on the Grand Concourse. Nickelback with special guests Pop Evil and Shaman's Harvest will be in the grandstand. Don't miss the Nadas, former lead singer from Journey, Steve Aguirre. Tonic Sofa again in a Waterloo Revival. It's the Cowgirl Queen Contest, and on the Grand Concourse, you won't want to miss the classic car display. You can get all the latest fare information sent directly to your cell phone by texting FAIR to 75782. And don't miss the all-new Thrill Parks, Thrillville, Thrill Town, and Thrill Zone. I'm Mindy Williamson from the Iowa State Fair. This update is sponsored by Tiny Fest Midwest Festival, September 22nd through the 24th at the Jasper County Fairgrounds. Tiny Fest Midwest, all things tiny houses. Visit tinyfestmidwest.com to order tickets before the state fair ends for your chance to stay the night in a tiny house. Since 1920, Bolton and Hay has been the industry leader as a supplier to the food service industry. Everyone can cook like the pros with the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Let their experts help you select the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils to meet your needs. Bring out your inner chef with one of their monthly cooking classes. Visit their showroom, exit I-235 at East Euclid, 2701 Delaware, or visit their website at boltonhay.com. They can really make you cook. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found the Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options the Casey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. The Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit the Casey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 
that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll till 3 o'clock today right here on the Big Talker 1700. Lots to discuss about Iowa State and the longtime voice of the Cyclones. John Walters is our guest right now. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Good afternoon, John. How are you, pal? Doing great, guys. How are you? We're doing terrific, John. Let's start out first with the big news that broke out of camp and Devon Moore blows his knee with the ACL. You never want injuries to happen to anybody, whether if it's your team or the opposition. You just don't want that to happen. But it's not like Iowa State hasn't seen this happen before because they have, John, and you've seen it a lot calling games. Yeah, it's one of the, I mean, football's a contact sport, and there's going to be injuries, and it's, one of the harsh realities of it, and you're always kind of holding your breath, you know, uh, because you just never know when it's going to happen. And it's going to happen to every team, and you hope you have the depth that you're going to be able to sustain it. You always feel bad for the individual that gets hurt. You know, I think for Iowa State, you know, the, the young quarterbacks have been the guys to go down here, and, and Zeb Nolan last year and now Devin Moore this year. And it's not as huge a deal in that they weren't going to probably play a lot this season anyway, but where it is a huge deal is in their development, you know, and you want them to get as many snaps as they can and uh, get as many opportunities to grow and learn, and now that kind of gets put uh, pushed back a little bit. And so um, it's, it's tough from that perspective, and obviously it's never fun for a kid to go through that and deal with that especially just after he's enrolled in school, you know, I mean, just got here on campus, and the next thing you know, he's got an injury and he's out. Uh, It's tough, and they really like Devin Moore. They like his attitude. They like the way he uh, throws the football. He can really zip it, and um, they they feel really good about his future. So it's a shame to see that happen. You know, uh, it kind of brings up the question mark about 
the backup quarterback position. There were some people that felt you know, maybe he'd have a shot of winning the backup job even. That's off the table. It leads to a question about Zeb Nolan, a guy that was in the competition last year himself before that ACL injury that he sustained. Where he's back as he's working his way back in the recovery and uh, how the competition's going for the backup spot between uh, Kemp and him uh, behind sitting behind, uh, obviously, Jacob Park. Well, I think it's been a good competition. You know, Kemp is a guy who is going to make uh, the right play, you know, and, and he's um, he might not be as big a playmaker as a, a Jacob Park, um, but he, he's going to make the right decisions. And then Nolan, uh, I think they're very high on, you know, with his future. He, they, feel, they feel he has a chance to be very successful. And um, a son of a coach, uh, and he always has had a very good, uh, analytical way of looking at the game and uh, understands it very, very well, and they like Zeb. And so um, I, th- I think, you know, that's a good battle. I would say, you know, if, if the season started today, my guess would be that Nolan uh, would be the guy uh, to, to back up Jacob Park. But, uh, you know, there's still a lot of camp left here, and I, I don't know that that's been determined yet. I mean, that's just me guessing. But uh, Zeb's, Zeb's got a bright future, I think, at Iowa State. John, we also talked a little bit about Trent and I at the opening of the show, uh, and this ties into the injuries, because Campos had the injury last year and missed all last year. From what you've been able to glean from practice sessions, is he all the way back? Do you have him at 70%, or can you can you really make that judgment until you see the opening game against you and I? Uh, you know, Jim, I, honestly, it's impossible for me to tell just by looking. Um, but he's out there, and he looks i mean, he looks the part. He doesn't look any different than any other guys on the offensive line. So I'd say he, you know, by just by the looks of it, he, he does look like he's all the way back. But uh, it's a good question for, for Jake to answer. I, I'm not sure. I think he probably does feel all the way back. He, You know, when I talked to him at uh, Big 12 Media Day in Dallas, he certainly didn't have any hesitation or any, uh, trepidation about you know what what his role would be this year or if he was going to be able to play uh, every snap he felt you know it, it seemed like it was full go full steam ahead for Jake and that's so important for him and there's a guy that really deserves to have a great senior year you know and for this coaching staff they've never had the opportunity to coach Jake Campos in a game yet you know and and that's um, that's really exciting for both parties. You know, I, I think Jake's anxious to be to be coached by these guys and by Tom Manning, and and I, I think Tom would love to, to have a game or two with Jake Campos out there to see uh, just how productive he can be. And you know, moving him over to that left tackle spot, I think is is an indication that they do feel he's ready because you know that's the blind side for the quarterback, and um, that you usually put your best tackle there, and that's where they have Jake. So I think I think that's a pretty good indicator that things are headed the right direction there. You know, you mentioned Tom Manning, the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach for Iowa State. What he was able to do last year with that group, with three walk-ons, a redshirt, a couple of redshirt freshmen out there for a majority of the time, absolutely incredible what he was able to build that into. With the offensive line, I always believe now, after seeing what happened last year, that Manning's going to be able to at least make it adequate. Who are some of the names that are jumping out, some of the youngsters maybe taking a step forward, or, or guys that were a little bit lower on that depth chart, making a move up that you've heard throughout August? Well, I think the, you know, the, the, the core five that they have, um, they feel pretty good about. You know, Bryce Meeker is a guy who um, is versatile and can play a lot of different positions, but he's basically the right tackle right now. 
and um, he's improved a lot from last year to this year, and they feel like he can be a dependable guy at that right tackle spot. Um, a, a guy that is a great story is Oge Adagu, who you know came in last year uh, out of junior college. That, like most junior college players, there's an adjustment period. He was overweight. He wasn't ready yet. Um, but now he's lost some weight. He looks great. He feels great. And I think Oge can, can do a great job at one of those guard spots. Robbie Garcia um, moved over from the defensive side of the ball to offense late last season and got in there and played some. I mean, it was amazing how quickly he got on the field after he made that move. And uh, they like Robbie Garcia. They feel like they found his natural position. And so, I mean, you, you know, Julian Good-Jones moves inside to center from tackle. One thing about Manning's guys, they usually have some versatility, and I think that helps. The big question mark right now is going to be, you know, can they stay healthy? Can they develop that extra guard and that extra tackle that um, that they can depend on? And uh, to me, I, I, I think, you know, if Sean Foster can be that guy that can come in and play tackle, at either, you know, you can move Campos over or whatever you need to do to have one extra tackle is really important, and then to have an extra guard. And Josh Kniffel, um, the guy from Hampton that came in from Iowa Western uh, Community College, is eligible right away. And, um, you know, I, I think he'll push hard for one of those spots, but there's other candidates too. Um, but if you can get that extra guard and that extra tackle, Garcia is capable of playing center, so you could always shift him over if you needed to if something happened with Good Jones. But, um, I, you know, that's, that's such an important part of it is if you – you're, you're probably not going to be 10 deep uh, in all likelihood at this stage. You're just not. It's, it's not as realistic. But if you can at least get to 8 deep, 7 deep, uh, then you feel like you have a decent chance. And I think that's about where Iowa State is right now. John Walters is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. John, take me to the running backs. So much was made after Montgomery took over for Mike Warren, who struggled and now a lot of people, I think, felt, well, the kid's probably going to transfer since he lost the starting job. But he didn't. He sucked it up. He worked even harder. Is this going to be running back by committee with Montgomery and Warren sharing the backfield? Or is it still Montgomery and then Warren sometimes? I think you'll see them both quite a bit, Jim. You know, I, I, if you go back and you look at Matt Campbell's teams and Lou Ianni was on that staff at Toledo, who's the running backs coach at Iowa State, uh, before he left a year earlier than, than Coach Campbell came on board, but uh, he came to with Paul Rhodes. But um, those guys always used more than one back. Even though Kareem Hunt was a great back, they had other guys that they played and, and played considerably. And when Iowa State played them a couple times, they were very, very deep at running back. And you know, the one year Kareem Hunt couldn't play, and I can't remember the guy that, that filled in, but he ran for over 100 yards, he was really good. And I, and I think that, um, you know, they, they approach it as it's hard to just get it done with one guy, especially as physical as the league is. And the versatility that they ask of their running backs, they do all kinds of different things. You know, they don't just line up in the same position every time. And so I think you'll see uh, Montgomery and Warren both get a significant, significant number of carries, particularly if Jacob Park is the quarterback the majority of the time this year. You know, last year with Lanning, um, and Park kind of alternating, um, Joel ran the ball a lot, and you didn't see the running backs maybe get as many carries. I think there's more carries available now for those guys. And talking to Coach Ianni yesterday, he's really excited about both those guys. They're pushing each other. Their attitudes have been tremendous. You know, and that's 
such an important thing. Uh, David Montgomery uh, never looked at Mike Warren as a threat. He looked at him as a guy that he looked up to, that he felt they could push each other to get better. Uh, I, I love their attitudes and their approach to this thing, and they're both uh, pushing each other really hard. Uh, David Montgomery had a great answer yesterday. I'm doing a feature on it actually right now. But, um, you know, he was asked, you know, can you – they think he's one of the top pass catchers on the team. You know, will you line up some uh, in the slot or wide uh, to offer one more pass catcher out on the field? And he said, I'll do whatever they want me to do. If they want me to catch the ball, I'll do it. If they want me to kick the ball, I'll do it. If they want me to deep snap, I'll do it. And so I love that approach, you know, and, and that's that's where you win is when you get guys that take that that attitude into things. And uh, that's where that running back group is. And, and Johnny Lang's a young guy that, um, you know, Coach Hyeni's very high on. He's very quick. It has quick feet, and uh, if nothing else, we'll probably see him some on kick return this year. But there's a guy that can come in and make an impact as well. And hopefully Kanae Nwangu is getting healthy uh, because uh, we saw how electric he could be earning freshman All-American honors last year as a kick returner. John Walters joining us here, taking a look at some Iowa State football with us. John, on the other side, we have all the question marks on that front seven. But, boy, you look through at what they have in the defensive backfield and the depth that they're building it's something that is so important in the style of play that you're going to see week in and week out in the Big 12. We know about a healthy now, Kamari Cottonboya, what you're going to get out of him. Edwards on campus now for a full season after making his way over from Duke. Uh, you go through, you look at the depth at the cornerback position. The top four or five guys look really good. Wilkerson comes in from Georgia. How about depth-wise, though, in that defensive backfield? Well, that's a good question. I, I, you know, I think that they're very high on uh, Arnold Azuna as a, a corner who they feel can play. Was even ready to play a year ago, but just, you know, it's a numbers game. Uh, but they'll feel very comfortable putting Azuna out there at cornerback for some snaps this year. Uh, Edwards, you know, I, I think Regan Northrup um, is a guy that's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle because Marcel Spears has moved into a starting linebacker spot. But Regan Northrup is a guy who just hasn't been able to put on the weight, mm-hmm. but could certainly play the nickel. And, um, and so I think he with he and Everett Edwards, you know, you have some um, some decent depth there. Um, and then, you know, at safety, it's young uh, behind those veteran guys. It, it's very young behind those two. So it's important to keep Cotton Moya and Wilkerson healthy. They're both uh, veteran guys. You could move Everett Edwards back there to play a safety spot if you needed to. Uh, but Lawrence White's a redshirt freshman that they like a lot, um, but he's inexperienced, and he's behind Wilkerson right now. So... Um, you know, I, I think they feel really good about PV and Payne as starting corners. I think that's about as good as you're going to get in the, in the Big 12 as a uh, tandem of starting cornerbacks. And the experience is so nice to have, you know, with those two guys with as much football as they've played. Uh, Everett Edwards has played a lot of football. Reggie Wilkerson played some at Georgia. Um, Kamari Cotton Moya has played more than any of them. Um, it, it's always nice to have experience, especially in that secondary where you have to make split-second decisions and uh, I do think that that's a real strength of this defense. And so if they can get some pressure up front, you know, if they can get a little bit of pressure, um, then I think it can be a very good secondary. But no matter how talented your secondary is, if a quarterback has six, seven seconds to throw the football, it doesn't matter because they're going to pick apart any defense regardless of how good the secondary is. So, you know, it all is kind of interchangeable. But uh, Willie Harvey, Joel Lanning, uh, Ray Lima, the defensive ends they brought in that they're really high on. Um, can they get some pressure up front uh, to to get that job a little bit easier for that secondary? That's a big question for this team. 
John Walters is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. John, the I guess the the excitement for Cyclone fans is at a fever pitch already. And this is a team that won only three games last year, and prior to that they were just as bad. And just a second-year coach. Can you kind of set everybody straight? I think most people think this is a team that has a chance to win six. But is it a case where it might be too much too quickly for a a second-year head coach and all of the different guys that have been brought in? Well, we're, we're going to find out very quickly. Uh, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, it's that time of the year where everybody wants to make predictions and put a number on the number of wins that the team is just going to have. And, um, you know, the coaches just aren't, they're not into that stuff. They they just want to see the team improve every day in practice. And then, you know, Matt Campbell's big on if you if you do things the right way, then when you look up at the end, the results will have taken care of themselves. And, I don't think he's getting caught up in, in looking ahead at the schedule and, and picking wins and losses and any of that kind of stuff. But as fans, it's human nature. We do that. But um, I, I'm optimistic, Jim. I really am. I'm optimistic about this team. I love their attitude. I think they've got a bunch of good leaders on this football team. I think that last year was a real learning experience. And, I, I, you know, the the slow start to the season, I would think, really set them back last year. When they lost to UNI and they, they really got pounded at Iowa, I think it set them back. And even though they came back and beat San Jose State and were in the, certainly in a great position to beat Baylor and, and uh, Oklahoma State and some other teams, they didn't get the job done against some of those teams. And, um, you know, I think they learned a lot from that. And they figured out some positions. And um, I, I think they're in a better spot going into the season. Now, a lot can happen. And the a season has ebb and flow to it. You're never the same team you know, on September 1st that you are on November 1st, and that's true for anybody. And so can this team continue to get better as the season goes on? Can they learn from their mistakes? Can they eliminate some of the mistakes? You know, and, um, you know, I think there's a lot of question marks, but I, I think there's plenty of reason for optimism, too. And um, I know within the walls of that building they feel really good about who they are and the direction they're heading. And to me that matters way more than what I think or you think or uh, Cyclone Jerry thinks. <laughs> Cyclone Jerry, little <laughs> shout out there. Hey, we'll, we'll let you, there you go on this one. Uh, Camilo Tamoa, have you seen him yet? Has he made his way to campus? <laughs> uh, not, not to my knowledge, but uh, I know they're still expecting him. Um, classes get started here, I don't know, in about a week or so, probably. So uh, the clock is de- definitely ticking. Um, but you know, he's a guy that, if he, if and when he gets here. Um, he's not a three years to play two guy. He's a he's a two years to play two guy. So when he gets here, you know they're going to be trying to get him uh, ready as quickly as they possibly can to contribute. But realistically, he's behind a lot of guys that have been here and working hard and uh, have have earned their time. And um, you know that's a that's a good problem to have if he can come in and push those guys. That's that's a great problem to have, especially at that position. I think. You know, interior defensive line, you'd love to go three deep in there. Uh, it's hard to get to that. But, you know, they moved to N.A. Awazirike in there. He's 290 pounds. He can really move. Uh, Matt Leo plays in there some, although he's mostly been on the outside. Jamal Johnson's a guy that's pretty physical that can uh, take up some space in there. And then uh, they like that starting tandem of Ray Lima and Vernell Trent. And, if 
you know, Trent, when you start breaking it down, and, and we go back to Jim's question a minute ago, can the Cyclones, you know, win six games and go to a bowl game? To me, your two questions, are, it, it kind of, one depends on the other. You know, if, if Iowa State can get significantly better with its rush defense, then I think a lot of other things are going to take care of themselves. And the more football changes, the more it stays the same. If you can run the football and you can stop the run, you have a chance to be successful. If you go back and look at those four touchdown or less losses that Iowa State had last year with Oklahoma State and Kansas State, UNI, Baylor, in those four games, they gave up 301 rushing yards a game. Too much. Too much. And, um, you know, they're outrushed by about 150 yards a game in those games. They were close losses that they could have won. But the bottom line is they couldn't stop the run in those games. And if they can improve and if uh, those interior defensive linemen can hold up a little better against the rush and the linebackers can fill those gaps and they're more physical there, then I think the, the, you know, Jim's question has a chance to uh, play itself out. Always good, John, when we catch up with you, pal. You have a great weekend. Enjoy, John. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. You got it. John Walters on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Always good stuff from him, Trent. It's uh, it's a season getting closer and closer, and you know exactly what John was talking about there. There, there are still plenty of question marks, but it feels like at least we have some semblance of some answers right now. And getting Camilo Tangamoa here, if he can provide them just even a little bit of depth inside, boy, that would be a huge, huge help to that front four for Iowa State. Boy, you got that right. And listen, they they need help. There's no question. You heard the running statistics Mm -hmm. uh, that John gave out. Over 300 yards they would give up. All right, a quick break. We're coming right back, everybody. Right here, it's the Big Talker 1700. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping 
At Menards, home improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything in the store, including thousands of sale items. Whether it's simple updates or large renovations, you'll save 11% on all of it. Now's the perfect time to finish those projects and get ready for the next big thing. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices, now at Menards. Good through August 12th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. Just a uh, shorter segment here until we get to the top of the hour timeout. Trent, have you been watching what's going on with the National Football League here and all the stories that are breaking here in the last hour? Yeah, suspensions being handed down. Uh, so a lot, a lot happening certainly right now. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is suspended for six games uh, by the commissioner of the National Football League. So the Dallas Cowboy running back has three days, that's it, three days to file an appeal. And the Buffalo Bills, they've lost their minds. I think they're the Boston Celtics. They're trying to acquire as many picks as they possibly can for next year. They trade their wide receiver, Sammy Watkins, to the Rams. Then they trade another player to the Eagles, and they, they, it, it's, it's amazing what they are trying to accomplish here. So I think they've already cashed in the season. Remember you asked me yesterday about the Bills Mafia? I have a feeling that the Bills Mafia is probably down to only one or two fans right now instead of 15 or 20. Not a happy group, no doubt about it. Jimmy B will take the time out here when we come back. Back, look at some recruiting once again. Recruiting what ifs. Today we look at football. Some Friday fun next on Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. This is Charles Osgood. Five times more hires are made through Indeed.com than any other job site, according to independent research. Imagine a lottery that had five times more winners or a Sunday with five times more touchdowns. When you're hiring, it makes five times more sense to use Indeed. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know, uh, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com build. That's